Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, we're going to change this up one up a little bit uh, as we wrap up season three of this or season two of all of this uh, growth mode podcast. I'm pretty stoked about what we're fixing to do going into season three. So just a sneak peek, we are going to be start interviewing in season three and bringing on some cool guests and having some really cool conversations uh, from the angle of them teaching Kevin and I some some cool things to learn as we're building the business. And uh, we've already started recording those some of those episodes and they've been really really fun conversations so i'm looking forward to season three which comes out in january but for this episode we are going to wrap up uh 2022 and kevin and i are going to walk through kind of the some of the big swing highlights of 22 some of our biggest takeaways and lessons learned uh probably talk a lot about our fuck-ups this year and the things that he really screwed up this year because i was perfect throughout the entire <laughs> fucking endeavor and do you really want to start that way yeah no i no. i have some stories <laughs> that we can share not at all so so let's do it episode 122 wrapping up 2022 it's kind of cool All right, so 22, what a wicked year of fucking growth and a, a, just a lot of business development. From, but I mean that from the how we've grown as business leaders, as we've grown as business owners, as we've you know built different foundational things. And we fucked up a lot this year, too. You know, uh, and I know we both kind of got a list of shit down here that we've we've talked about Um and what we've learned uh, and you know the biggest thing that i wanted to start off is the second one on my list which is how much we've actually evolved from you know the first year of starting to work together to uh, i mean for me it's five years in business but i think working with you now it's four three and a half four going on that so you know it's been fascinating you know i remember a conversation we had at this year's badass business summit when you said you know, I go back and I look at the pictures from our original summit and you said, I don't even recognize that guy. Dude, I felt the same way. You know, if you go look at those, those summit, you're in fucking, 
you know, business attire. I'm not wearing a ball cap. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty wild how far we've come in that short of time. But for you, I think people would be fascinated to learn really about your evolution of, uh, introverted dude to actually really want to get on a lot more stages and put yourself out there more. Yeah. You know, I, I think this year has been the year of change for both of us, there's been a lot of things that we've done to really focus on how we develop and not just how the business grows. And I think that's been really the big, the big thing that's been the catalyst for everything we did this year is we, we, we've really focused on, all right, so how do we go bigger? What does that actually mean? How, you know, what do we have to have in place in our worlds individually? To be able to support that and you know for you know you know for me it's how do i get comfortable being in the spotlight you know because i'm i'm cool on stage but then i i just let me go disappear for a while and recover you know and so i have to be get had to really get used to how how i be the center of attention and i've never wanted to be the center of attention and even when I was in sports and, and I wrestled, so I was literally the center of attention during a match. But for some reason for that, I was literally just, it, I didn't process it that way because I was really focused on the moment and the, and the competition piece. So that's been one of my big things is figuring out, right, so how do I do this? How do I be the center of attention guy that is, you know, comfortable being under the spotlight all the time? And how do I protect myself so that I don't burn out and so that I stay uh, effective doing my role in the company and that we don't let all that other stuff slide. Yeah, it's 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 been interesting because we've even had talks of you building out your own personal brand and bringing that to the forefront uh, to help, you know, bring more awareness to the companies overall. And, you know, especially this latter part of the year, you've done well, I've gotten on a couple stages, gotten on a lot more podcast. Hell, there's been a couple of months you beat me with podcast interviews, you know? And so it's, it's really cool to watch uh, your journey unfold. And, you know, I would say for me that I continue to learn to be a damn CEO. I've, I've still got a lot of foundational things I've got to learn. And it's been fun trying to learn those things and evolve myself. I think truly one of the greatest things we did this year was adding in how we start every operational meeting, which was, you know, how'd you work on yourself? And uh, that's been a fun, frustrating experience to go through, um, you know, trying to understand how Kevin fucking works on himself versus me frustrated with my own personal growth and and uh my own journey so but it 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 was a impactful thing i think it was the right move for us this year yeah and and that was on one of the things on my list that it, it's really important that you have to work on yourself not just work on growing your business and you know donnie and i are both fine sitting on a call and talking business and ideating and talking about it or how do we do this and what do we do next and you know for hours at a time but you know there's there comes a point where you need to be able to actually execute all that stuff and you need to understand what's preventing you in some cases from executing all those things and why you get stuck in patterns and that was our i think one of our big realizations this year is that we were both stuck in repeating patterns 
And we had to figure out how to get past that and how to take that step that allowed us to actually build who we were individually as people. Uh, and then for us, you know, learning how we did that differently and being okay with the fact that each of us did it differently. Cause you got frustrated with me and I was frustrated with you because I wasn't having the same aha moments that you were. Uh, and you know, I can't and, help and, it. You're broken. <laughs> well, <laughs> he says that as a joke, but that was literally the feeling I had at one point. He's like, well, fuck, I must be broken. I don't have aha moments like this. And it was just literally, no, I do it differently. My aha moments are reading things and it's like, oh, we need to be doing that and you know, and learning things in a different way, which then keyed things in my brain to think, oh, that's important. Whereas he just has them randomly throughout the day. Right. <laughs> he, he does. He'll literally be walking. I just had an idea. This hit me. I'm like, fuck, really? God damn it. So and just in uh, case anybody's but, looking, I Googled ideating. Um, and it means to form an idea, imagine or conceive. So, you know, so just for our simple minded folk over here. <laughs> Jesus. I, I think another cool moment for me personally this year was getting diagnosed with ADHD. Um, you know, I, I will tell people till I'm blue in the face that, you know, getting diagnosed, there was almost a sense of relief in that um, uh, one. But the and I can't remember the guy's name who, who reframed this for me, um, but I was a dick growing up and I did a lot of asshole things and I never understood why I did them. So having been diagnosed with ADHD doesn't give me an excuse, but it's one hell of an explanation of why I was that way. You know, I still, you know, need to own up all the dumb shit that I did for sure. But uh, I, I think that and getting my medications right have been a pivotal um, moment of growth for me. And I think the, the focus on the business as a whole has been tremendous. I mean, we've grown a lot, um, whether it's be from the morning walks or the ability to do more things like the drive after the summit yeah. those type of things yeah and that's you know and that was the one i was going to bring up you know when you talk about the change in you after uh getting diagnosed with adhd and then and getting on on the meds you know was normally after the summit we're both wiped and donnie to the point that, like he doesn't wouldn't talk on the on the drive taking me to the airport you'd be literally like you know i i don't even want to go to lunch I just want to go home to the farm. Uh, and, and so our drive would be quiet, which was okay for me. I, you know, that didn't bother me as an introvert. I'm like, sweet. He's creepy I like don't that. have, I don't have to be, I don't have to people. Um, but this year we literally talked the entire time and we both realized that during the call, during the drive, it's like, you know, we've never done this before. Um, and that was part because he was able to focus and he was able to manage how his brain was doing this stuff during the, the summit. He didn't burn out. So that was really cool. And it, it's, I think it's also allowing us to have some different conversations and work on different things that we wouldn't have if you were still pre ADHD. Yeah. Donnie. I mean, I, I still would joke with Elizabeth told me, you know, I, looked at her one day and said, babe, I think I think more. And she goes, no, it's called you think more on one thing. It's called focus, you know, uh, <laughs> and I, but I think that's a lot of it. And I think that's where a lot of the mental fatigue and thing that I, I wrestled with for most of my life, you know, when I had to take that much mental bandwidth because my 
people don't understand, I think, how crazy my mind worked. You know, going back to even in elementary school, I had to doodle to learn because I had to distract myself to be able to understand what was going on. And I think, you know, getting this all under wraps so that I can focus in areas has been, you know, tremendous. I got, once again, a lot of growth to go in this arena uh, and getting better at different things. But but I think it was really, really cool. Uh, I put one in here, uh, the focus on badass and not being a nice guy. Uh, I, I think we're finally getting to that place in business where we're stop helping broken people. And I, I think I've personally had a tendency to do a lot of handouts, a lot of, you know, help ups and those very rarely work out, you know, where we're, we're spending more time, you know, giving something away or, or, or trying to help somebody out. And, and the truth of the matter is, is they can't strap up on their own boots and get to work then nothing that we give away for free is going to to help them on that journey so just to clarify everyone he's not saying stop being a nice guy <laughs> you can still be a nice person and help people but you know for us you know it was really easy for us to when we'd be meeting with someone and we'd want to we'd want to see them be successful we we seriously, when we are interacting with a prospect or one of our members in SCN or someone we meet at an event, we want them to win. And we want, and we'll totally dive into them uh, and help them figure stuff out. But we've gotten better at figuring out where that point is where, all right, we, we, we need to stop giving you free stuff. And now we need, you need to come into a program. You actually need to start doing stuff with us in a formal manner. And it's, you know, that was a big shift for us because it, it did a couple of things for us. One of them was it freed up time and it, it elevated. And the other thing was it elevated the levels of the people we were working with and th that they got to interact with them because people were putting skin in the game and actually doing stuff. And they were committed to the process, not just like, oh, well, Donnie and Kevin are doing all this stuff for me. Right. Right. So it has tough, man, impact. because you, yeah. you want to be a nice guy. You know, you, you really want to see people win. And, you know, as you said, they're just not going to win if they're not doing the things and if they're not doing the things beforehand. It's, you know, like the old cliche of, you know, if you're an alcoholic before you become a millionaire, you're still an alcoholic when you're a millionaire, you just buy more expensive shit. And it's the same yep. thing with somebody who's not working on themselves. Uh, the other ones that I, I still suck at this, but I'm trying to get better is understanding that everybody can't read my fucking mind. Yeah, I'm I'm horrible about putting out something and expecting or having an outcome or an expectation that I want to have happen and it not always being accomplished the way I want to, maybe in the time and manner that I wanted it to. But it's all because I hadn't articulated it so you know kevin's inability to do customer service has been extremely helpful in, in explaining what i need from him or other staff you know because let me tell you and i'll bust kevin chop this dude never needs to be in customer service ever because you can see and feel him calling you a dumbass when you're asking <laughs> you the questions out the gate and it's because they're dumb questions once you see it from his perspective and, and so a lot of the dumb things that I would do would be like, hey, 
page six needs this fixed. And he'd be like, what website? You know, <laughs> what program? What the fuck are you looking at? And I'd realize that that's how I would, you know, do anything was just give this wide swing. This is what I want done versus being able to say, hey, this is what I need. To be fair, I do the same thing. When I, when we're, when we started bringing on team members, I would have, you know, I would just assume they all knew what I knew and I would say, we need this done. And they would then be like, well, how, right. <laughs> or I would, or it would be getting done fast enough. So then I would just do it because I know how to do it and, and such. So it, it, that is a learning thing. You know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's hard because you just understand things and it just, it's natural. Hey, Donnie Bovine here, CEO of Success Champions Networking, and I just want to jump in really quick and tell you about the network. Success Champion Networking isn't for the beginning networker. It's for the business people that understand that building a successful relationships is a two-way street requiring commitment from both parties involved. Stop wasting time networking with people that don't understand how to leverage their network to generate quality referrals for you. If you're ready to network with business people that are tired of doing all the heavy lifting and want to build real partnerships that generate high revenue referrals, visit one of our chapters today at successchampionnetworking.com and I look forward to seeing you there. For you. You know, here's how we do something. You know, like when we started launching groups three years ago, you know, why aren't they just launching groups? All they need to go is do this. I'm like, have you told them this? Well, no. Yeah. I'm like, well, you need to tell them how to do it because we've done this. We know the process. You know, it's helping them understand and learn and internalize it themselves. So it is a big, it has to be a conscious thought process for us and for a lot of people to make sure you're saying the right things. Well, and that kind of led me down the path of, I, one of my other big things that I didn't write in my list was, was the idea of teaching what I fucked up and learned. And I think that has been huge, especially for my social media following, but, you know, trying to articulate those things I wish somebody would have said to me has been, been a huge freaking value add, uh, to me personally, because now I look at things more through the lens of, you know, where was I two years ago fucking this up and how did I think about it? And by sharing the stories that way, more people have leaned in. Uh, I got in a, I think it was on LinkedIn. Maybe it was on Facebook. I got in a social media argument about this. Topic. Imagine that. Imagine but, that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the guy had posted that how, you know, if you're going to be out and you're coaching and consulting, you should never tell people how you messed up and, yeah. and what, know what to do idiot. wrong because that guy's a moron. Because <laughs> no one wants, no one's here wanting to learn how to fail. And I was like, well, no shit, Sherlock. No one wants to learn how to fail, but the whole concept of sharing how you failed and how you fix things and how you move forward is what allows people to not have the same mistake. Yep. Yep. I and, and we went back and forth. I'm like, you know what? Fine. You, you, you go do you. And, but that's, we, you know, obviously we want to help people different ways, but it was this whole big thing up for him. And I was like, dude, this is, this is the reason people actually want to work with us is because we're not just telling them what to do. We're like, yeah, Oh, we've been there. Let me tell yeah. you about what happened this time. And people well, can relate. For me, that's the difference between a bro marketer and someone having to a genuine desire to help somebody. The bro marketer is going to be like all sunshine and rainbows. Let me blow smoke mm -hmm. up your ass. Um, versus the people that are genuinely 
interested and invested in, in your growth as, as a person. So exactly. Uh, um, I think something else that's been really, really helpful. Um, and I, it, it, you know, it's having a team around us, but even bringing Keith into the mix, you know, and having Gab and his team, uh, Prodigy in the mix, you know, having Andrea around, bringing on a new person to help with some of the other back end stuff, but getting shit off our plate, you know, for a number of years, Kevin and I have done all the fucking things. And, you know, even down to having a badass business summit, having Amy step in and help us out with that. You know, it's, it's really nice to have a team of people around that are invested in our success. <laughs> I almost said invested as much as we are, but I don't think anybody's ever going to be that invested, but no, um, but it is really cool. Cause we built out our org chart and you know, what we want it to look like with all the, all the positions. And uh, I started filling in all the names and like, Ooh, Donnie's doing this. Kevin's doing this. And, and it was literally us. All our names are in all the spots. And it's really cool now to actually be taking out our names and putting other people in. You know, being able to add Keith in as the national director for United States for SCN was key. Uh, you know, that was, that was a, that, you know, it sounds like a little thing, but it, that's a big milestone for a company that's scaling is to be able to start taking your names off of duty rosters. <laughs> and say, oh, yep, that's not me anymore. You need to talk to this person. And I met with Andrea the other day and went through all the stuff with the support system. And she's going to be managing that. So now I get to go put her in that in that role, which is awesome. So, you know, and that's that's a sign that we're actually moving in the right direction. So every time, you know, now I, every time I get to do that, it's going to be kind of this. I'm going to, you know, know maybe get a beer or a rum or something and celebrates or off another list so <laughs> well and i but think that's yeah, gonna that, be a big focus cool. for us going into you know 23 is is what else and how do we get it off our plates the other thing that i think was pivotal for us is all the meetings even though i haven't always been the best throughout the year of making the meetings always a priority <laughs> i mean things like vegas may happen or you know a ren fair may pop up here or there but taking the time to actually sit down and work on the the business in very strategic fashion. I mean, we've got three, maybe four very pivotal meetings we do each week. One is the operations meeting on Monday. Second one is the SEM meetings where we talk about all the network. Um, third one being the podcast meetings. And we continue to get more dialed into, you know, the different functions and structure of the business. So So it's been fun trying to stay more dialed in if you will it's always funny after you've been gone a couple of weeks and haven't been to one of the big one of our big meetings and we'll be going through stuff and you'll literally ask why is there so many things on the list this week like because <laughs> we haven't had this for two weeks you have not been at this meeting for two weeks so everything's been piling up well so do better what <laughs> yeah go do more <laughs> You don't need to sleep. What the hell? <laughs> but one of the things we learned this year, and this was a recent uh, thing for us, you know, within the last month was that these meetings can't be working meetings. We can't come to the yeah. meetings and then do the stuff that's on the list. Um, you know, if we want to do. Okay. So meeting, one meeting, meeting I show up and I didn't have this shit done and ruined the whole. No, I'm kidding. No, it, that is a real thing though. I did show up and I didn't have my shit done. So we set the fucking meeting doing my shit 
Well, and for that one item, we had kind of figured out, oh, well, you know, we'll just we'll just do and it was our KPI sheet for the week. You know, we'll just do those every Monday at the meeting and then talk about well, that didn't work how it worked because it took us a half hour just to figure out all the numbers and stuff. And then we didn't get all the talking in. So but even for other things, you know, if there's a task that comes out of a meeting, you don't take time in that meeting to do it. That is now on your to-do list. You now have to go do it and man- yeah. be a C- be an executive, manage your time, and get it done. Because we still have all the other stuff to talk about. Well, again, we can and get derailed by stupid things like trying to name a goddamn podcast episode. You know, we uh, we can get derailed for a stupider stuff than that. Be, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but the but the podcast episode is fresh. I mean, that just happened like twenty minutes ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, um, but I, and I think that having the lanes of those meetings and having them focus in particular areas has been very healthy. And, and even down to the way we've broken down the meeting structure inside and breaking down the different areas and how we work on it's been really, really cool. And, you know, bringing Keith was kind of the first person we brought into one of our meetings and trying to figure out that dynamic of now somebody else is reporting on, different things and things that are happening throughout the network. So, so that was really cool to, to kind of go through and, and work through. So uh, it's me interesting to see what 23 brings with that. Yep, definitely. One of the things I had on my uh, list that, you know, it was actually the first thing that popped in my head uh, was the, that idea of having really open lines of communication between business partners. And, you know, for me, it was a huge thing that showed up on my list because as that that introverted personality, I would really internalize stuff and I would be like, all right, you know, I'll I'll just make. He said internalize what he misspelled was overthink. Well, no, overthink, but also, you know, not talk about it, not bring it up and just, you know, go with the flow and, you know, this how it is and, and not have the discussion. So it's been cool for me to you know build the trust between us over the last year because we've had some of those really hard conversations that were uh you know a couple years ago i don't think i would have handled in the same way or as well but being able to have those conversations and know all right so it's going to be a tough conversation but everything's still going to be okay afterwards i think was a big learning point and growing point for the I think I'm learning. Year. We had some tougher conversations than I thought we had. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm always kind of a go with the flow type of thing, but uh, I, I I think it's cool, really cool that you you've come to that because I do really think we've had some tougher conversations in your mind than I thought we had. So, which is which is healthy to know that that we've had those tougher conversations. I mean. Let's be honest, when we were starting to first fucking work on ourselves and doing that damn meeting of, you know, how you working on yourself, you were fucking frustrated because you weren't even doing this shit. It's like you weren't even fucking trying. I was like, Jesus Christ, Kevin, we agreed to do this goddamn thing. And here you are showing up with nothing two weeks in a row. Oh, but, you know, we figured it out. He actually said that. Just yeah. so everyone knows that was actually yeah. the conversation for sure. But yeah, and, and he cried a little bit. So, you know, and that was one of the conversations that popped in my head. And then there were a couple other ones as well. But, you know, and it was, I, I think an earlier version of me would have taken that much more personally mm-hmm. than I did. Well, I mean, that goes back to the evolution then, right? 
from from two guys that didn't fully embrace their own fucking identity to where we've come now. Still got a long way to fucking go, but yep. Um, you know, I, I think we should put the pictures of uh, Badass Business Summit Year One up somewhere because I think that's going to be our most telling uh, photos <laughs> of the journey. Well, and the funny thing is that I, I had this thought the other night. We've each episode or each episode, each episode of the summit, each year of the summit, we've done a picture of the two of us. So you with your you know normal pointing finger thing and and stuff. And I was like, oh, it'd be really cool to just do one of those every year and have like the timeline. So you could see how it shifts and how we look different in the the difference in the personalities as they come out. So so you're gonna uh, look old, draggled, wore out, and I'm just gonna keep keep getting better looking. So I like that process. We should do that. Yeah, no, that's that's. We should, I, we I think you're that. gonna grow as old as I am. <laughs> the other thing that's on your list that I that I think is really smart is the balance of right now with the five years from now. Yep. Yeah. So I, that was. Go ahead. I was saying, because I, I struggle the worst at out of the two of us from the what the fuck is happening now versus where are we going to be in the five years from now? And I'm the opposite. So it's really, I, we have these cool conversations. You know, one of us will be like, but we need to think how we scale this. Or then I'll be stuff do, saying things and Donnie will be like, but how do we do it now? <laughs> you know, I know you're trying to plan for things so we don't have to change it every six months. But if you want to hear right a funny now? conversation, he'll throw out an idea and, or I'll throw out an idea. And he's like, um, but that won't scale. I'm like, yeah, but we got to get it started. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we, we got to get moving. It's got to become a thing. You know, uh, we'll figure out the scale as we go. But that has been a cool thought process. A lot of it, instead of thinking just in the now, is how do we scale this thing? You know, we know technology is going to play a huge play coming yeah. up in the next few years. But. Well, and I, I think part of it is we've stopped. It's it, we're less reactionary. I think yeah. in the first couple years of SCN, it was very reactionary to what was happening. It's like, oh, crap, this just blew up. Now what do we do? How do we fix it? Now we're getting better at when we're throwing stuff out of, you know, thinking of in the military, they call it second and third order of effects. We start thinking about, right, so what's the impacts going to be? You know, in that first year, we made a huge decision about who could be a member of a group. And literally, we put it out to the world that if you want to be a member of SCN, you have to be a business owner. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, within 36 hours, if not faster, we did a complete walk back. Yeah. Because we had, it was, we might as well call we, it the walk of shame because it really felt like <laughs> the walk of shame when we got done with that one. Yeah, it was, you know, we, we had a total response we didn't expect. And, you know, and we made the decision in reaction to other things that were happening and then think about what that decision would then cause going forward. So I think as we've, figured out who we are and what the business is, we've gotten better at thinking about, all right, so what happens when we do this? And we have those conversations as opposed to, all right, let's try it, which was literally the, the first year of us working together. Oh, let's go do this. Let's see yeah. what happens. All yeah. right, let's go. I know, I'm going to do this because I know you don't like getting asked questions on the spot. So I'm going to give you a moment to fucking think about it. And I'm going to answer the question first. But, you know, what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to in 23? So for oh. me, um, now I'm going to answer mine first. So you get a minute because motherfucker, you want to watch this dude squirm, ask him a question. He's going to answer right here and now that is 
almost philosophical in nature, he's lost every fucking time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but for for me, I think going into twenty three is I'm really looking forward to the additional structure um, and the additional roles and the additional personnel that we'll bring into the business. You know, as we've added to our accounting team, as we've added to our you know personal investment type teams you know, bringing Mandy into the mix and things. Um, and I think you're going to see a lot more emphasis of Kevin and I get our names and our brand out there from speaking on stage to speaking on podcasts and the like. So the structure that will come with that, the, you know, things that we put in place from automation and technology that'll get things off our plate, I think is going to be huge. And I think uh, 23 is going to be a tremendous year of growth for us because I, I, I can't help to think that we've been smacked around pretty good for the last couple of years building all this that we're right on the cusp of this whole thing completely breaking loose and so i think 23 maybe towards the tail end or 24 is going to be a lot of fun to hold on to the reins and build this all out yeah i, I think that's all really cool uh, the part of the growth that i'm looking forward to is getting to be much more strategic in my thinking and getting out of the so much the tactical uh, and execution piece where I'm doing this stuff uh, and really starting to be able to think about, all right, so how do we make this bigger? How do we do more of these at once? How and, you know, how do we continually improve the experience for the members? And as we start bringing on the territory leaders in the different markets and the national directors in different countries, how do we make them successful and how do we allow them to do what we've done and replicate it effectively? That's part one thing I'm really excited for. Uh, and the other thing, and this is probably going to surprise you, I'm actually kind of excited for figuring out how to do my brand bigger. That's awesome. And that's and that's one of the things that's on my list. That, all right, I need to figure that out. I need to figure out why I don't like going bigger and then how I do it. So I think you just you know, need to being a punk. Just yeah, fucking well, do it. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck uh, all the way off. That's so you now you got the same. Now you got the same. Um, so. so, yeah. So, you know, that's, I think, the two things I'm really big. And I, I'm just, and I'm kind of just doing the assumption that, you know, if we do those things, the growth is going to come naturally. Yeah. yeah and I it's, agree. it's, we aren't going to have to be worrying about, ooh, did we get applications today? Yeah. You know, and, and looking at those numbers, we're going to be looking at completely different numbers that instead of looking at the, you know, the end KPIs, we're going to be looking at all the stuff that is going to generate those, those that activity. And that, that gets me excited. Love it. Love it. So guys, um, as we wrap up uh, 2022 and the second season of Growth Mode, man, we, one from Kevin and I, we just want to thank the shit out of you for for hanging with us uh, as we've continued to evolve the show and put out content. You know, the messages and the emails are pretty fucking cool to get. And we really, really appreciate all that feedback. Um, and as we go into, you know, season three of Growth Mode, we will be bringing in interviews, man. And I'm telling you, the first two interviews we've done already have been absolutely killer. And I think the way we're wrapping those up and and packaging those together is going to be a really monstrous impact for this year. So looking forward to those. So please do us a favor. Make sure you are subscribed wherever you're listening or watching this. 
leave us a review or a comment and share this out with one person, man, because sharing it out to other people is huge. It is the biggest value you can bring us to help us grow this thing. And as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yeah, they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.